Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Tesla Motors Club podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Lewis. And I'm Mike. And let's tell you a couple of things we're going to talk about today. On deck, the Model Y finally launches in Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and Singapore. We'll talk about that. Um, Elon finally wants to update the service experience that many of us have uh, experienced around his service centers in, in uh, North America. We'll talk about that. The White House has also announced plans for a nationwide standard in, ch- in a charging network. So we're going to see what Mike thinks about that and who he thinks is going to pay for that. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of those things in viewer comments. So right now, strap in, get your drink, because episode 13 starts now. As I said, welcome to another episode. This is 13, episode 13. These beautiful gentlemen here, Lewis and Mike, it's a pleasure to have you guys <laughs> hey, on Mark. all the time. Um, before we get started, anyone that's watching us on YouTube, if you have comments uh, that you want us to discuss or things you want to uh, get off your chest, throw them in the comments and we'll, we'll uh, get to them if uh, we have time today. Um, start right off, man. Let's, let's, just, let's just hit the ground running, gentlemen. So a lot of people love the Model Y. And it seems that Tesla loves the Model Y too, so it's finally launching in in you know different different countries now. So, um, what do you think that means for uh, anything? Is that is that going to help us back home? Back home, us in in, in North America is you know what's the what's the significance of that of of these new of of uh, these this model launching in these different countries? What do you think that's going to how it's going to impact just Tesla going forward? Of course, they'll make they'll make money, but you know anything else that you think may come from that? Uh, you get volume, you get accelerated rate of design and execution. I mean, I mean, and let's be clear. I mean, you know, some of the other markets get some features first, and then it trickles into our market. You know, Ch- China is a good example of that right now, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's there's definitely a lot of. Uh, complications that arise uh, with this for their manufacturing, right? Because these are left-hand drive countries. So that's kind of why, like, why weren't they already released there? That's probably the main reason, because they got to build the cars differently. Yeah, backwards. Um, yeah, the left-hand, so. the left-hand <laughs> drive cars, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but um, companies have been doing that for years. I mean, Ford and Chevy have been doing it for years, especially in Australia. I mean, Europe, Ford's been in Europe for years, so building... The opposite way is nothing new from a design point of view. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, it's different because they got well. Obviously, they got to put everything on the other side. You can't just mirror things because it depends. So and and yeah, sorry, I I should clarify. They drive on the left hand side. It's technically right hand drive. So yeah, right hand drive, but they drive on the on the left side of the uh, the the road. Yeah, um, have, have you guys ever driven? That way, opposite in a different country. Yes, I had. I, 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 it, I it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to I went to Barbados years ago, and I rented this little this little car, this little go kart kind of thing. But it was an actual car, but they're on the opposite side of the road, so it it, it was interesting because I I kept wanting <laughs> to like cross over, and I was like, oh no. So you know, I, I wonder. I guess you know. Let me ask this question to Lewis. I mean, I, I guess you know they'll have autopilot over there right i mean sure mm-hmm. right so so that means that these countries have to have 
lane markers and all kinds of things. They have to have certain things the car is going to see, right? So I guess the car will know that it's on the right hand, the opposite. You know, I guess I, yeah. the, it'll know that it's on a, a different side than well, over and in, the, you know, and the well, signage is all different. It looks different. The colors are yeah, different. I mean, they won't have FSD right away for sure. Like with regard to FSD beta and that kind of stuff for sure, right? Like, because even in North America, they didn't release it in Canada right away. It's now released in Canada, but it was there was a big delay in doing that. I think mostly because of the signage and stuff. Mm. Um, but being on the other side, there's there's definitely going to be differences. Um, I think it would be interesting. Like my biggest challenge when I drove, um, uh, well, one is if you drive stick. It's like a whole nother animal. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. He's like, oh, man, which, which arm am I doing? <laughs> oh, that's like, right. I didn't it, think it about that. It's really crazy. Yeah, see, we so have that obviously stick. isn't a factor in a Tesla, right? Because there's no manual transmissions or anything like that. Um, but my other my other main problem, because I, I uh, when I did an automatic, was I kept messing up with my stocks. Instead of doing turn signals, I kept doing the wipers, um, to which my wife was oh, cracking up God. at me the whole time because every time I'd go to signal, it, the wipers would go off. And then, of course, doing that for a couple of weeks, as soon as I got back to the States, as soon as I got into my car, the first thing I did, the wipers started going because I, uh, you know, messed that up <laughs> again, trying to go back the other way. So once I, once I got adjusted. So, um, I think those things at least will be nice because, you know, at least some of the, some of the, uh, the Tesla cars now don't have stocks anymore. Do you have a yoke, uh, car? Um, so it'd be easier to That's do. That's right. But uh, did, but yeah, did I you don't find, know. It's, hey, Lewis, did you find yourself having issues judging the sides of the car? Um, a little bit, but not really. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I I to me, it was mostly about the interface to the car. It was less about like I didn't have too much trouble with which side of the road I could be on because things are okay. usually marked and officially. And you're in a different country. You're kind of already. At least I was being more cautious, right? So I was like yeah. trying to pay attention more. But I, I was constantly um, fighting muscle memory of where to look and which way to look. <laughs> yeah, I definitely appreciated having my wife with me, where I'd be like, "Can you? Do you see anything? Like, what's going, <laughs> what's going on?" Because I'm not used to doing that. But, uh, but yeah, it was interesting. There's after a lot of people in, in the, on the website that are very happy that Model Y is getting to at least Australia. Um, I guess these cars, where are these cars coming from? Are they coming from China or where, where are they being made in? Do we know? know? That's a good question. Uh, I would assume China, but yeah, I don't know if it's, I mean, it could be coming out of, uh, I, I would imagine they're using uh, Giga Berlin for European market, right? And uh, Giga Texas for North America primarily. And obviously Fremont doing some stuff for, uh, but yeah, I would guess China. I don't know. <laughs> do 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 you think that uh this is because I, I want to know do you think that Fremont or Austin would uh send cars over to Australia? I just I'm just curious. To ask that Depends question. on shipping. Uh, although I I did read this morning this morning I read that um, Fremont is is building more cars than any other car manufacturer that's used that facility. GM so, yeah yeah, yeah. Think, so yeah. so they're they're able to crank more more volume through there than anybody else. Yeah, so, I kind of like know. the, I kind of like the fact that um, my car was made in America. I kind of like that. Do you, you know? know? Yeah, I mean, it was you know, it was it was made not only in America, but it was made in California, like right up the street. You know, uh, I remember when I first saw this. This probably was maybe twenty nineteen. No, 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 twenty. Yeah, twenty nineteen. When some of the videos were coming out, where you would see, um, like, like there's one super cool video. 
uh, on YouTube where there's a camera mounted in the back of a Model 3. And it's, it's, it's going at like hyperspeed. It's like time lapse. But you can slow it down to like point, you know, whatever to kind of see it. And you just see all the different things. You know, people, they're on these little, these little seats that swing in inside yep. the car. And yep. they, they do things and they swing out. And then the arm comes in. And that was cool. And then you finally see the screen light up. It's like the car coming to life, you know, like Frankenstein or whatever. So that was really a cool thing to see that, man, to, to see the process, you know, and then getting the VIN number. This, the, the, whole, the whole process of ordering a, a Tesla, you know, it's, it's, it's so automated. You know, you, you like what you, you pick what you want, you get what you want, go into the app, you know, and then after that, it's just the computer takes, takes over. You don't, you don't have to talk to so, anybody. So I'll, ahead, I'll, 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 I'll compare that for you, Mark. So we, we ordered a Model Y, my wife and I, use the phone just like everybody else does. I can go on my phone, I can check and see, and it tells me sometime between December and February, you know, I may or may not get a Model Y. <laughs> um, we also have a Lyric on order, just in case. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and that was a painful process. Given the fact that GM has got the model of Tesla to work from, they still managed to screw it up. So, because I actually had to print. Go ahead. No, no. Could, could you order it from the app still? You had to. Was it no, no. There is no app. Mm. <laughs> there is no app. Okay. You can go to the website. I had to go to the website and submit my name and information, and and give them a hundred dollars. But I actually had to go to the dealer with a PDF file that I printed and signed for them to type <laughs> it into their computer at the dealer. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's there's no update from GM. I get an update occasionally from the dealer, but it has very little to do with the car itself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the differences are night and day between Tesla's ordering process and General Motors. And I think General I, Motors I, needs to step up their game. You know, it's funny <laughs> just thinking about you know something you just said, Mark, about you like the fact that cars are made in America. I was thinking about I you know I bought I had a Jeep before. My my wife has a Jeep they're made in italy uh my my nissan was made in america so that was a japanese yeah. car but that was made in america and yeah the tesla my my, my ranger from years ago was made in mexico the transmission came out of germany i mean yeah it's kind of, know, it's kind of made in america is kind that. of a nebulous thing nowadays <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so so mike uh back to the lyric now yeah it's an interesting car it looks fantastic it looks really nice now were you able to get in it and drive it or it was nope. just a show nope and, and there's no date set when they'll have one for anybody to actually sit in. What, what's the projected date? Delivery? Pro or when they, when they would start selling them. Yeah, when they start selling them. Oh, they're selling They're sold out. They're selling them. And they are sold out. They were sold out within four hours. Okay. Um, but the, the projected delivery date is end of the year at the soonest. So oh, wow. Probably first quarter next year. So, hmm. so, do, do, so do you think that they that they're going to like Get the because you know how the Cybertruck was like, oh, in 2020, it's going to be, you know, and so here it is, yeah. 2022. And no, they have them yet. in the wild. I mean, several of oh, the they do. several of the EV commentators I follow have been able to drive them. One guy had it for a thousand miles, and wow. and his comment was, if if you're comparing the Tesla to the Lyric, it's comparing a Honda to a BMW, and Tesla was not the BMW. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, mm. What Tesla was he? Did he specify he which didn't, Tesla? He didn't. He didn't. But he was uh, referring more to fit, finish, um, overall look, feel, types of materials used on the interior, uh, feature set. So uh, like a, a Model 3 doesn't have ventilated seats, for example. Right. But right. in the same, the Cadillac is the same price point. It has ventilated seats. It's got, you know, a really nice, if not conventional dash, it's it's not a minimalistic dash like the Tesla has. It's more of a wrap. Um, do, do you yeah, think it's still people, a Cadillac, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that, well. gaudy, that gaudy front. <laughs> Although, and then, you know what's interesting? Front. Yeah, you know what's interesting? They said 70% of the sales were, were not the normal Cadillac demographic. They're new to the brand. So, you know, they're they're... They're, I forget what the term was. They, they have a term for this. It's a breakthrough or something like that, where a model breaks out of a normal demographic and it goes to a new demographic. And yeah, they seem wonder, to have gotten that. I wonder how many they actually sold, though, right? Because all they said was they're sold Don't out. When I, when I did some Googling, and the best number I could find is somebody claimed there were only 1,500 available. But other people I, I were can't like, believe that. "How could you? How could you know <laughs> that they didn't say anything?" So I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what it looks like when they actually come out. Yeah, because um, you know, you know, I, I've got the Model Y. My wife likes the Model Y, but she likes some of the features that the Cadillac purports to have. And we're both in the camp of, okay, we're willing to look at it. We went and looked at the Polestar, and we thought the I was I was on my phone ready to buy the Polestar until we actually looked at it. And when we sat in it, it was like, nope, 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 nope. This is not what we want. <laughs> so, wow. so, you know, if the Model Y shows up first, we'll probably get it and be happy with it. But if the Caddy at least shows up where we can sit in it, who knows? We'll see. Have you ever been a Cadillac guy, Mike? No, no. My uncle was. My dad liked Lincoln's. My, my uncle, mom was. My dad, my dad loved Lincoln's for years and years. Lincoln's, my yeah. uncle, My uncle was a Caddy guy for years and years. Yeah, um, I was always into sports cars, which yeah. drove them both nuts. Yeah, black people, <laughs> black black folks love Cadillacs because um, everybody in my family <laughs> had a Cadillac. My my mom's first Cadillac was a 1979 sedan Deville. Ooh, big and boat! It got it got about four <laughs> miles to the gallon. Uh, it had a CB radio in it, and it had it, it, on the front. It had these cool like like in the front up at the hood. You, you you had these little lights. Like when you turn the blinker on, it would the little light. It was a little section up in in the front of the hood on the outside that showed you the the light that was blinking. Um, it had cruise control, which I thought was cool. I used to. I think I was sixteen. By the way, I I got my driver's license in that car. That's how I got my driver's <laughs> license with that car. No. So so I I would drive my friends around and I say, look, you know. The car is is a the the car is is accelerate is you know drive without me touching it and it's like oh wow so I, I lifted my foot up one day because I was trying to show off and then I, I put the car in neutral it, it's and then the engine goes, ah! I was like, oh. uh-huh. <laughs> but you know but <laughs> well, my my, I, my point is Cadillacs are just ghetto that's my point no they look no, ghetto no so, that's so the front if, end the if, front end on that lyric is ghetto. if I could wave a magic wand and and tell GM what I wanted for an EV yeah. I would say take your black wing. And make it an EV. I, I I don't know if you're familiar with the Blackwing, but no. it, it's it's not I your mama's not. Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, it, it's it's a it's a badass, you okay. know, ice burning, you know, so, rocket so, ship. So you don't you don't think you need to drive the Lyric in order to feel if you want it or not. You just think it's just going to be like 
good to go. Uh, no, I'd want to drive it. I, I really uh, would. I, okay. I, and the reason I want to drive it, yeah. Oh, all right, YOLO. Uh, stay with Tesla. <laughs> oh, <laughs> YOLO boy, in the chat. My, my boy. That's right. Here. YOLO's my here. Boy, YOLO. YOLO's in the in in the YOLO. In the, Y'all let me know what's up, man. That's my dude. What's up, brother? Um, you know, for you, I, I would give it probably a ninety percent probability will stay with the with the Y. You know, but it's 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 prudent for me as a consumer to to look at what's coming on the market. Okay, because really, we all go ahead, Lewis. I, I would just I would say I'm really interested in seeing the performance out of a lot of these other yeah. car companies, right? Because yeah. like. Tesla kind of obviously being one of the first mover EVs, they did a lot in like opening people's eyes up to like, man, I hit that pedal instant torque and I'm flying. Right, right. They have a lot of power. But Tesla's also done a lot of innovating with their, you know, their motors and the stators and all that and how it works. I'm I'm curious to see what 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 the performance actually looks like out of these other cars because i'm not talking about the high end like i'm not saying like oh are they gonna compete with the plaid i just mean like when you drive a model three or a model y performance and you drive a lyric or you drive you know one of these others is it gonna feel are you gonna feel that power or is it gonna feel closer to you know you know a weaker lower you know horsepower kind of hyundai yeah yeah Yeah, that's funny because i saw a hyundai ev going down the road the other day and i noticed it was it was kind of lifting in the corners it it doesn't seem to have the stability my model three has hmm. interesting i met this uh cutie pie of a girl she has uh, a lexus ct 200 which i've never what s- heard that? of before it's <laughs> yeah it's a it's a hatchback it's a lexus hatchback it's got a prius drivetrain so it has an electric motor uh and it has a regular engine and um it's it's the cutest little it's it's cute. It looks she looks cute in. Let's just keep it real. Um, but I had never heard of that before. I, I, I never heard of a Lexus CT two hundred. So nope. I did some research on it, and uh, the the CT stands for Creative Touring, and the two hundred stands for the equivalent engine power. So it, it's equivalent to a inline four two hundred two liter two hundred a two liter a two liter engine. So it's it's a small kind of car. It um, is. A little, and, uh, little city car, yeah, yeah, and uh, but it's it's cool. It, it has a so I told her, so I was talking to her yesterday, and I mentioned to her that it had this sport mode, and so she's had the car for so they they discontinued around 2017. So she's had the car for a few years, and she had a Prius and went to that, and so she never thought to try the. Um, the, the sport, the sport mode. mode. Yeah. So, so she tried the sport mode. It's like, oh my God, I've, I've had this car this all this entire time and I've never tried the sport mode. Cause what sport mode does is it uses the electric motor and the, uh, the, the engine to little, propel little extra oomph. Yeah. So, so it goes, it goes, it, it goes. So it goes. I, I, I had never seen it, but it's an old, the, the dash, the interior is old school. It's old school Lexus, you know, it doesn't have an infotainment screen, but it, it was kind of cool. It's, you know, she looks cute in it, you know? <laughs> but my, you know, but my my point is, is that I asked her about, you know, the how it's been service wise, and she said so far it's been okay. She's it, she's had it for a while and hadn't had any issues now, with it. Now, being a Prius, is it a plug-in or is it strictly? Well, it's, a, it's a Lexus, but it has a Prius drivetrain. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is, like a Prius, does it have the plug-in or does it? Is it one of these weird hybrid? I think it's a hybrid. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't think it plugs in. I think it's just a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, so because I, I was asking about the service on it, and and then you know I was saying to segue into our 
the comment about service. Service, where, indeed. Where Elon, you know, because I asked her, you know, how service was that car. And then I told her, you know, with my car, fortunately, knocking on all the wood, I haven't had any issues with either. T- I had, I've had two Teslas now, and I've never had any issues with them. I did have to go in uh, to get the bumper cover on my first car replaced because I hit something in someone ran over something in the road and it cracked it. So, but that whole process was like pulling teeth. You know, I had to go there and, you know, it, it was two times I had to go there. And this is in t- 2020 when the pandemic was, you know, still happening. And so they, they had to look at the, I, I go there just so they can look at the paint code. Like I could have told you the paint code <laughs> over the thing, but they look at the paint code and say, okay, well, we'll schedule to come back again. I'm like, well, why not do this? Why? I could have just told you that. So then I go and then like a week later, whatever they schedule me to come back and the, the bump, they had, the bumper had to get painted and then it was ready. And it took them, you know, a couple of hours to get it done. But yeah. there were so many cars just l- lined up, just parked. That they're waiting to get service. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, what's what's happening here? And we got there's so many. So I guess, you know, that a Tesla was like people were buying these cars so much that they, they were keeping up. And so we there's, you know, I've, I've seen tweets where Elon said back in the day, 2018, 2019. Oh, wow. We know we I need to. Think about the service centers because my cars aren't perfect. They are going to going to break down. So recently he was talking about uh, how he wants to make that more of a thing. He wants to put more effort into having these service centers better. And I know, Mike, you were talking earlier, I think, before we started the podcast about uh, Santa Ana is online now. And uh, yep. have you have, have, and you're going to take your car in to get your windshield replaced because last no, week for those windshield. of y'all no, sorry the, the, the back the back, the, back uh, the back glass and for those of y'all who weren't here didn't hear it mike had an issue where his um strut the truck strut came off and cracked it so, so he has well, to let's be it. let's be precise third, about third, this third party aftermarket. yeah, third yeah party. let's let's third be party. precise the the little knuckle that's the pivot on the mm-hmm. top of the strut literally uh shattered and when it did, the strut went sideways and hit the glass and put a big half-moon divot in the bottom. And I was going to live with that. I was going to suck it up and just live with that. But about three days after that, I got two big spider cracks running through the back glass now. So from a pure safety point of view, I, yeah. I need to get the back glass done. Now, to their credit, when I, when I opened the ticket with Santa Ana, um, again, it uses the app, Painless. I, I opened the app. I said I need service. I need back glass. They didn't have back glass listed as an option. I had to I had to pick top glass, and then I had to say it's really the back glass. <laughs> so, so I, I, that's an oversight on on the app's issue. Um, we went back and forth, chat a few times, and finally they just said, "Can we call you?" And I said, "Sure, like a real person, call me." So we they called me. We chatted. We got it done. Um, they got the same issue that anybody else has. Or we're waiting for parts. And so I'll be getting the back glass done. And I'll be getting the top glass done also at the same time. So we'll, we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> is, it, is this your first, re- refresh remember, is this your first time dealing with service in your car? It's the, fir- it's the first time dealing with the service center. Up to now, everything's been mobile. And mobile's been spot on perfect. Right. Yeah. I've had a, yeah. When I, I had my first car and my second car, they installed the home link. I mean, it was like 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. And, um, no, they, they've done a couple things for me. The last was they did a proactive replacement of the 12 volt battery. Uh, the guy showed up 15 minutes later, battery was done, windows aligned, done. 
No charge. Gotta so, love it. So what do you think, uh, and Lewis jump in, because every, everybody who knows, Lewis finally <laughs> got his VIN <laughs> on his plaid, okay? And we're going to, like, the, when, when he gets it, he's going right. to be in the car. He's going to be in the, the car, that's right, that's right. <laughs> we, I mean, it's, it's, like we, it's like it's all our child. We've been waiting for this the, thing the, to happen. The, so. the ghost plaid. <laughs> yeah, the ghost plaid. But, you know, but... Um, Lewis, tell us, you know, in, in your mindset, because you, you, you haven't had a Tesla yet, right? This is your first Tesla, right? Right. Right. So what are things that you are accustomed to at a re- conventional service center that you would expect uh, to be in a, a Tesla service center now? The things that you, so, that you, that you expect them I to mean, have with no problem. <laughs> sure. What I'll say in general is I usually hate my service center experiences in Amen. With other manufacturers, right? Just in general, um, right? My, my, my Audi general. was terrible. My Audi um, service experiences were terrible. Yeah. When, whenever, whenever I would have to bring something to get serviced, it's like, it's, I, I guess what I feel like is I always preferred going to, you know, mechanics that I could trust and, you know, third party folks that, aren't going to like rip you off. Um, whenever you had to do like an actual manufacturer thing, you do a recall or like standard service under warranty and you go there, it's like, sure, we'll do this warranty thing. And here's 500 other things right, that right, have nothing right. to do with your warranty that we're going to charge you an arm and a leg for. And it's, I don't know, it's just always a really unpleasant experience. Um, they never have a loaner car for me or something available in that sense. They, they want you to sit there all day or like drop it off. They're never done when they say that it's going to be done. You're waiting, you know, multiple, you know, multiple days. It's just, I don't know. It's always been awful uh, in 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 many of the companies and cars and things that I've experienced over the years. Um, I'm looking, I, so I'm looking forward to it with Tesla, but we'll see. I, you know, obviously the mobile service looks good. I'll, I'll say that in, so in Austin, there was only one service center, which, you know, uh, which was on the north side of Austin. Um, they have just opened up a service center on the south side. Um, and I, I live southwest, so it's it's closer to me. Um, I'm kind of on the west side, a little bit south. But um, so the originally when I purchased my car, they told me I'm going to have to go to the north service center to get it picked up because wow. the south service center is too new. They don't do all that stuff. Mm. Now, because it's taken so long to get the car, <laughs> they actually schedule delivery at the south uh-huh. one. So oh, nice. um so it'll be nice to see what that looks like. Um, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting that they're expanding to multiple in just the city. Um, because when I look at, you know, on a map, I see tons of gaps of where there aren't service centers just around the country. So I guess Austin kind of gets a little nice extra treatment because the headquarters is here now. But I'm curious to see how they roll out more well, of them. So so riddle me this, guys. You know, Elon's thing about he wants to make service centers 10 times better it's 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 easy to build a service center it's a box you know with a dozen or so bays in it the equipment's easy what's hard is getting the technical help i mean they they can't get good solid technical help today what are they going to do when they want to expand this out and let's (laughs) be clear that you can't get good mechanics for ice cars today easily now you want to up the ante and say oh now you got to know you know, normal mechanicing, you know, but now we're going to throw an EV into the mix with high voltage battery systems and computers and, you know, CAN bus systems that run everything from the headlights mm-hmm. all the way down the line. Um, I, I think Elon's bitten off quite a bit right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, what what Elon says, for those who can't see, he says, I really want Tesla to look at how we can revolutionize service and, I don't know, make it 10 times better than the rest of the industry. That's That was Elon's uh, words from his mouth. Yeah, well, so one, th- one thing that I don't like is that, and maybe it's changing now, but that they don't have any loners. Because I'm going to tell you, once you get into a Tesla, <laughs> once you go Tesla, you don't go back. You don't go back. You know back. what I'm saying? And, and, it, and so not, not having, you know, and sometimes some people have had their cars there. I've read in, on the TMZ forums, some people have their cars in the shop for like weeks, you know, for whatever. Uh, that you know? would hurt. And so, yeah. And hurt. so, well, we'll give you Uber credits. Uber credits are cool and all, but dadgummit, you know, you just want to <laughs> just have your car or be able to have, you know, a, a Tesla to, to stay in. So one thing that I hope that uh, Elon would try to do is at least get some uh, loaners available, you know, for those who need their car, it needs to stay in for a while for a, a drive train issue or whatever, you know, for something like, a, like, oh, we got to replace your bumper cover. Sure. Ubercrats, but something where yeah. it's going to take like Mike, like your glass may take a, a, a minute, right? To get installed. I'm thinking, right. Yeah. It may take a minute, may take a week. You know, so <laughs> I, you I know. don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really don't. I've never had to deal with the service center for anything, so I don't know how well yeah. or how badly this is going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so dealing with dealing with um, conventional old school ICE dealerships, internal combustion engine dealerships, yeah, is that shoot me now? Most of the time, you know, <laughs> most of the time that you could get a loaner, or I've always had to get a loaner, uh, been able to get a loaner because I always set my schedules, my appointments first in the morning. That way, I can right. get. Uh, where there's guaranteed at least a loaner there, and some some um, because I have an infinity, so they they would have like a board where okay, you you're scheduling your service center, we'll have uh, a car for you, and so it's 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 that that's helpful to me because when you schedule a service, they schedule a car. Some folks I've seen I would see come in there like you yeah, can get a loaner, so oh we're out of loaners because you just came in, you know, at the late yeah, you're, last you're a walk in, yeah exactly you're, you're a walk in, so so that, that's one thing I I would think that they would that I would hope that they would try to I mean, get fixed. My service center didn't even have a car for me to see when I was there deciding on buying one. Like they were just <laughs> wow. like, there's no car for you to even go inside of and look at or whatever. Granted, it was brand new, just opening, but I was kind of like, how, how do you not have a car yet? <laughs> to even like, uh, uh, see, <laughs> that's an interesting contrast, Louie, uh, because here in, in SoCal, when we bought the Y, it was literally at a mall, not the service center. And they had three Teslas in the in the store in the mall, but when my wife said, "You know, well, you know, I haven't driven one," the guy literally handed her a card key, scanned her license, says, "Yeah, they're out in the parking lot. You know, go go find the white one that this key opens and be back in thirty minutes." They had about eight of them there. Interesting. That, that yes, they were, you for, know, for me, they through. were like they had customer cars because they were fixing them. Right. And they're right. like, oh, you can go over there and kind of like glance through the glass and look at these cars that are people's cars. And I'm just like, what is this nonsense? But I'm, I'm expecting that they have more now that, you know, they've had more, you know. Have now, is that a Texas thing? Open longer. Because they can't I, sell I, the no, car? No, because they, they told me that they will have cars to do it. They, they, they will have them. They just didn't because they were so new and opening. And they said, if I wanted to drive up to the other one on the other side of the city, that they would have had them available. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know <laughs> Yolo, Yolo said, he said he got it. He got a loaner in Memphis, uh, but it's a newer, newer, uh, super, um, 
SC. I'm, I'm, I think supercharged when I see SC. So, um, <laughs> Yolo, if, if you can, tell us what, 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 were, what was your car in for? What did you go in there for? And how long was it? Was it because that, maybe that's why they gave you one? And also, let me ask this question, uh, Yolo. Um, have you had service before? And did you get Uber credits or did they give you a loaner before? Just curious. Yeah. Look, look J- at Mark asking Yolo questions like right, he's not bro. talking to himself. Look, so, man. So, hey. so like, we don't. do have, we have, a, we have another comment from Dean. Jones. No, oh, one, one, yeah, yeah, one from, from Dean. Dean. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask Dean. And, uh, and the question Dean. is, does everyone use an aftermarket sunshade under the top glass? One should come with the Y and three. And, and I'll address this, Dean, because I own top, sh- I, I've got the shades and I use them. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you what I am going to do. When I get the new glass, I'm actually going to put the ceramic tint up there. There you um, go. I, I wasn't sure I idea. wanted to spend the money for the ceramic tint. It's a good idea. I've got the ceramic on the side because I don't feel like being in a terrarium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I put, the, I put the shade up and I realized I kind of missed that open feeling that the glass gives. So I'm gonna put the ceramic. It'll be clear ceramic. Yeah, and yeah, that's what we'll, I'm planning we'll, to do. We'll, with we'll mine. go with that. Yeah. Did, 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 did you uh, tint the front windshield, Mike? No, I had that on my Audi, and I had some distortion issues. As much as I like the tint on the front, and I decided not to do it this time. Okay, I, I had it for both of mine, uh, Teslas, and it's. I can't, I, I don't have that issue. That's why I asked. And uh, it comes in handy because you can f- definitely feel the difference before and to when they put it on there. So, yeah. Oh, I'd recommend ceramic tint to anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Stuff's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, so uh, if, for sure, Lewis being down there in hot heat yeah. in Texas. No kidding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, um, but, but yeah, so what, what, about the service center, what does Tesla get right about it? What, what do you think you guys to get it right about it? For me, it's the app. You know, I just like look. I got this problem. The, the, figure the it app out. is yeah. The app is slick. You know, N- none of the car dealers I've worked with Mercedes, BMW, Chrysler, Ford, none of them had an app that's worth a damn. If they had it at all. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Yolo with the plaid. Look at that comment. Yeah. See y'all, thing. y'all sassing Yolo, and he got a plaid. See, there you go. Stop sassing my boy, my, my boy okay? Yolo. Stop. Okay. Oh, now, now he, now you cool with him. No, yeah, now, 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 now he's Yolo, your friend. All right. He's cool. All right. Before he's like, ah, oh, what's Yolo talking about? Now, oh, Yolo's got a bottle S. Well, uh, Yolo, that's what's up, man. So hopefully they they fixed it, but it seems like it was something very pretty pretty simple that they got got done. Yeah, they put a real steering wheel on. Yeah. <laughs> Dean says with tint the glass itself gets hot and radiates. They need an aluminization option. But wouldn't that wouldn't that kind of mess with some of the uh, the, yeah, the antennas you, in the car? Yeah, you would turn yourself to a skiff and and all your electronics would fail. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, cuz uh yeah, cuz cuz I I've read um when I was researching tint for my first Tesla, um I saw people saying, "Yeah, you know, certain types of tint the ref- the, the, but, but the, they call it metallicized, and it's literally a thin metal film. And yes, it will kill. It, it's technically it attenuates the signal, and what it does yeah. is it it lowers the signal level where it just doesn't work anymore. So GPS, you know, your phone, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, um, I got a chance to see Biden this week. He was here in L.A. I remember that. I was going to ask you how that all turned out. The summit of, well, 
is a whole thing. It's a whole ordeal. Secret Service, they have they do their whole background. And and oh, yeah. and, and I've done um the Democrat debates. I did I did I was one of the camera people that traveled with that. Even back in 2016 when Trump was uh when when that whole thing with Republicans, I I did all that. And they, and Secret Service, they have to um background check you if you want to be that close to these people. But um but anyway, it, it was fun. It, it was interesting. It's you know, I mean, I've been doing stuff for thirty years, so it's not a big deal. But <laughs> you know, he he he's he's getting up in age, man. I got to say that. I mean, he's he, Biden's cool. He's my dude. You know, he's cool, but he's getting a little up in age. He's but, old. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a little old. <laughs> yeah. But 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 he did he did try to you know kick some things off. He he uh, mentioned uh, the White House confirmed that they are going to do um, a standard that involves funding the EV service, uh, expanding it to more cities. Because yeah. a, a lot of things that I because I'm on different types of just social media platforms. I just read what people say, and a lot of people um, who are who want to get into EVs, they're afraid that you know I don't. Where's the charge? I don't know where to charge at. And there's a lot of charges around, but you, because you're not in an EV car, you don't even notice them. Like here in LA, when I got my Tesla, I didn't know that there's like there's like a on certain certain power poles in the city. They, they're just like a free charging. You just can plug up and charge there. I had no idea, you know. So uh, being that Biden, uh, the administration, the Biden administration is allowing this to happen, I think it's a good thing. But Mike, who do you think is going to pay for this? Well. Let, let's start with, with the basic number. Uh, the number I've read is $7.5 billion. That's with a B. And, and you would think the industry would pay for most of it because they want us to buy their cars. But I'm willing you to bet think. that you and I, you know, as the consumer, will end up taking the hit for a good portion of it. Um, and you can That's argue about investment infrastructure and all that, but... In, in my humble opinion, this really ought to be an industry-driven initiative. I agree. If they want to get us off oil, they, if and they, they want, want to get us off oil and fossil fuels, and yeah. cough up, you know, take some of that yeah. profit you just made on all the, all the oil and roll it over into the EV side of the house. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the shareholders yeah. might have something to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you think, Lewis? Unfortunately, I was I was going to say shareholders tend to have more power than uh, taxpayers because shareholders yeah, they do. fund lobbyists. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess I, what I find interesting is more going to be around the standardization that they pick and choose, like how what what regulations they decide on what they're going to say is required and those types of things like, you know, has to be CCS, has to have, you know, X number of kilowatt hours all those types of things um but you know i for, well, for me that's what's more interesting i'm not super interested about who pays for it because they're gonna spend money they're gonna spend money like it's it's yeah. not you know what i mean it is what it is um and not to get into a whole thing on policy and everything else like that's that's a that's a rabbit hole well what, um, what, but but i am a big fan of mmt so don't worry yeah. about it what, what um, i don't anyway, see so. <laughs> what i don't see in any of the the jibber jabber about mm -hmm. this this whole initiative. Now, granted, it's new, and and right. I, I I'm willing to bet behind the scenes it's a it's a really a moving target on a lot of levels. Mm -hmm. But I don't see anything about standardization of of the distribution. I don't see anything about American Disabilities Act, and and how does a disabled person get to use an EV charging station? Most of the stations I use. You'd better be a fit person because between 
juggling and pulling on a very thick cable yeah. that doesn't want to bend. It's usually right. mounted at a bad height. It's yeah. usually in a very narrow parking, and you got some Yahoo next to you that's on the line. I mean, there's a whole <laughs> yeah. list of things that you need to address. Yeah. Just yeah. from a functionality point of view. I mean. Yeah. And, it, and policing it, you know, because there, there's a thing yeah, called. that's what's a it pet peeve. That's a pet ice, peeve. Icing? Is that what it's called? <laughs> that icing is what it's these, called. Icing. You know, so, you know, what, what's, what's going to happen? There, there's no one around to, you know, keep, prevent people from parking like so, that. So, I'll say, I, I know here too. in the state of California, it's actually, it's a ticketable offense to ice. If, if you can get someone's attention to write the ticket, it's like a $300 ticket. Wow. I didn't know that. It's a big deal. But, wow. you know, again, it's one of those crimes that there's bigger and better things for the police right. to do. So getting someone to actually write the ticket is tough. Right. Yeah. Now, I've, I've seen, I won't give names, but I've seen uh, vigi- vigilantes, if you want to call them that, sticking on stickers on the windows, you know. You're you're blocking a charger, bad on you, shame on you, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Now, the trick about the sticker is it doesn't come off unless you use a razor blade. You literally uh. got to scrape this thing off the windshield. Uh. <laughs> so, okay. Not, wow. It might be a bit <laughs> confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to get off and all that. I know Yolo, Yolo said he received his CCS um, adapter. So, Yolo, did you... If if you're still around, you should be. Oh, of course uh, it, he is. <laughs> uh, did you did you order it uh, overseas? Did you order it from like uh, either delivered because I got mine from delivered, or did you get it from the other spot or eBay or just te- if you can tell us where, where you got it from? And also, have you used it yet? And what you think about it? I think I still haven't used mine yet. I, it's still in the car. Um, but Mike, you <laughs> do you use yours more than anything else? What, what's your what's your mix of? Uh, Usage. I, with your I for for the last two months I've been running on CCS and Chatter mode adapters, and I actually I supercharged today for the very first time in two months. And wow. the only the only reason I did that is I I just wanted to run a test about how fast supercharging was versus my my CCS. So my CCS is limited to about forty five kilowatts, and the Charger I happen to be at from Tesla is 70 kilowatts, and I got the full 70 out of that. So it nice. comes down, time is money, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I still haven't tried mine yet. I just, I keep forgetting to do it, man. I, I just keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm honestly, I have to say, like, so obviously I haven't supercharged or anything like that yet, but I'm sure I will at some point. I expect most of my charge to be done at my house. Right. Um, Just because I... I, I would assume most people's a good portion of their well, charging would be done at their house if they have a house as opposed let me, to- Let me throw this at you a minute, mm-hmm. and, and then you can give me an opinion. And, and actually, my wife and I talked about this. So I my Model 3 has got short legs. The average mm-hmm. range is about 200 miles, which sure. means that at 50%, I need roughly 20 kilowatts of power, which mm-hmm. only takes about 20 minutes, maybe 35 minutes at the most. If I had an extended range- or one of the new Teslas that have got 350 miles of range and I run it down to 25%, I'm going to be there a while, even supercharging. If I'm right. trying to charge at home at 7 kilowatts, you're going to be there all day and night trying to put that big battery and fill it up. So yeah, when you say I charge guess- at home, 
<laughs> well, I guess the way I look at it, though, is right. So, for example, my car will have, you know, 300 and whatever miles of range. Right. I right. don't drive 300 and whatever miles a day. And every Agreed. night, if I charge it at night, it's going to be full in the morning when I go to get. So, like, I, I guess my point is I can't conceive of a, a situation other than a road trip where I will ever need to charge in Austin, not at my house. Mm-hmm. At least that's, again, how I envision my driving patterns. Now, other folks that have crazy long commutes or other things, I could see yeah, it being different big difference. for sure. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. But I guess what I'm wondering, though, is going to be more about charging costs because especially if they're doing this initiative, right, and they're going to put all these stations in. You know, what are we looking at with taxes added on to electricity? Right. Yep. What are we looking right. at? Like, well, Tesla people, just raised supercharging. For a lot you know what of I mean? locations, is there going to be is there going to be limits on how much extra over they can charge for electricity or not? Right, because some right. places might go, "Hey, man, I can I can charge whatever I want and you know free market it." And if there's not anybody in that area, or if there's not enough charging in that area, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because because there, there's taxes and gas, which you know, all these years I never knew they were like a a gas tax. I just plug up to the pump and go, but. You know, as I got older, I realized what it was. Like, all right, I got it. But I, I wonder. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do wonder what what, what kind of what that means once they because they got someone has to pay for it. If if we're not going to pay for it right away, I mean, it's someone's got to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? And, well, and they, they want. I was reading. Well, they want. All right, Mark. Let me. Go let, ahead, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna argue with you on that for a minute. Okay. So yeah, we pay a gas tax, and I've paid it for years, and I get it, and. I, I consider that to be a fair trade for using the roads and highways and all that. Sure. If the gas tax made it to that, it doesn't. It goes in the general fund and evaporates. And, fair and point. Our infrastructure needs work and the policy, yeah. oh, gee, there's no money. Sorry. What about <laughs> all the gas tax we just paid? Oh, it went yeah. in the general fund. It's gone. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the, and the last, <laughs> with the last several months, like, like there was a post I saw on Reddit. In Beverly Hills, there was a, there, it was $8 a gallon. That was that was regular, that was regular Ouch. petrol, eight dollars a gallon. You know, but yeah, you but know that, but, that ain't gas tax though. Gas tax is only about forty cents. Yeah, yeah, and and so it's it's a full service a full service station. There's that, but a lot of people was like, well, how can they justify that? And they said, well, you know, it's probably just people fleet fleet managers that have you know cars that just need to get fuel or whatever. So it's not it's not a big deal. But my point is is that that kind of dough, eight dollars a gallon. You know, if you got an SUV, man, you, you, I mean, you're screwed. You know, that's that's ridiculous. And, well, and I, I don't have this. I got a little 2012 Beetle that my my oldest daughter drives, and it's like sixty dollars to fill this thing, and it's only got a ten gallon tank or twelve gallon tank. Hmm. I mean, that yeah, the, the the there was a there was a not SUV, but like a work truck across from me at the island. And he was ranting because he was at the two hundred dollar mark filling this thing. Now I'll say I this: I mean, I'm going to have uh, <laughs> seven or eight cents a kilowatt charging my uh, Tesla at home. So it must be nice. I charge <laughs> nice. It's twi- it's twenty six. It's twenty six cents a kilowatt for me here. Uh, but 16, that's still fine. Sixteen for it's me. It's still fine. So w- when I had my uh, QX, uh, when I, f- I first moved here in twenty eleven, so I got my QX. And so there was a there was a station um, on Pico, and they had um, racing fuel. Oh, <laughs> it was it was a hundred octane. 
it was 100 octane and it was yeah. $10 a gallon. This was in 2011. Yeah. I filled my, my tank up. I got the, a photo to prove it. I filled my tank up. It was $270 to fill it up. <laughs> but, but let me tell you, you could blow, you could blow on the pedal and that car would take off because it wanted to adjust it to the octane. Oh my gosh, that car ran like a scalded cat. <laughs> And we're, I ch- we're, and, and, we're not going to have this conversation. We don't I, have enough time to have that debate. I'm, I'm just saying, man. That sounds that psychosomatic was, to me. Man, that was it was so awesome. And I filled my car maybe two or three times before I could stop. I, I couldn't afford that. But, man. But but it's kind of like the Tesla. It's like, you know what? You get into this, this Tesla and you go zero to 60 like that. And now you get into a gas car. It's like, oh, okay, I'll get there. <laughs> it's like, bro, come on, you know? And then you, you know, it's just a whole different thing. So um, anyway, our, the, the, the consensus of the, the thing about this, takeaway about this uh, um, new EV thing is that it's a good thing because it does invite more people to feel more comfortable to get into the EV world. But we're not sure how we're going to how it's going to be be paid and where it comes from so we're kind of skeptical about that well, right right now i think it's kind of pie in the sky i mean one thing i i heard heard read uh was basically a charging station every 50 miles that's yeah. that's the goal yeah admirable goal practical maybe not <laughs> It, there, yeah. there are restrictions on it, right? It had to have at least four stalls that had to, that are 150 kilowatts. Something, yeah. It yeah. had to have. I, I assume it was CCS. That's the that's the standard they went. I to, haven't or, seen anything. I haven't okay, seen they, anything they haven't mentioned what kind of. But yeah, I'm willing to bet it's CCS. I would, I would imagine CCS is probably what they'll pick. Um, but then the, yeah. you know the question, you know, do you have to use an app or not? Can you just pay at the pump? You know, at the quote unquote pump, right? Like right. the. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be this whole drama over apps and just memberships and all this other I, crap. I, well, I, I think there's going to be one other drama. And I, I think what you're going to find is a tiered selection. So Tesla, Porsche, you know, Volkswagen, you know, they're all putting a lot of money into super high speed chargers, you know, you know, what is it? 800 volts and, you know, God knows how many amps. Um, mm. But you're not you're not going to put that type of charging network across the U.S. I think what you'll probably find is you'll find private networks like that. The public network, which is what Biden's talking about, is probably going to be much more like a 50 kilowatt station, you know, or 75 something in that that range that gets the job done, although it's not speedy. Um, I, I just yeah. can't see them spending an investment for you know 250 kilowatts, 300 kilowatts for the vast majority of cars that can't do it, you know? I mean, I just worry about the electrical yeah. infrastructure, right? Like our power grid in so many right. places across the country can't actually point. handle this. Hell, they can't run um, the house, much less an EV. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see, like, really, it's we're talking about needing infrastructure spending beyond just installing a charger. Yeah, um, well, and that's the piece that people don't realize is installing a charger is a hell of a lot more than just you know, putting a box on a post with some wires in the ground. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a whole distribution underneath there that they don't know about or care about. Yeah. 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 I was reading, there, there's a, a thing I was reading and I linked it in the, in the, in our uh, section here that maybe Doug can pull up, but you, you're talking about the, the kilowatt under the proposal. Uh, it says the proposal will require standard plugs, 
Not sure what the That's standard probably, plugs probably, are. Probably CCS. Uh, American made, American made, American made EV chargers. Minimum uptimes, data sharing provisions, and the ability for DC fast charging stations to well, simultaneously charge these four vehicles at a minimum okay, of so, 150 So that's the DOT proposal, which is rolled into Biden's proposal. So Biden's proposal is actually several different proposals all under the same umbrella. Sure. So we'll have, we'll have infrastructure by committee, which means it'll take forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah, only but- way they get to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, here in LA, 150 kilowatts, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. But then, but, the, and it says simultaneously charge a minimum of four. So that's a lot of voltage. Now, you know, if you're in Nebraska someplace, you know, in a one horse town, you know, one light town, is that yeah. going to, what's it going to do to the grid that. there? You good know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's, that's, but it's, it's interesting. And I think he says he wants it done by or, 2030. So, so let me riddle me this: Are they going to spend all that money in a EV hostile state, you know, like <laughs> Oklahoma, for example? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Just saying. I mean, yeah, there there are some states out there that are openly hostile to EVs for whatever reason. That's a good question. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm very fortunate that I can that I can charge at home and. You know, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, it's it's it's, it's interesting. It'll, it'll see how it's interesting to see how to play out as uh, we get closer to that. But the first thing is we have to get cars that can compare to the Tesla, because not everyone can afford a Tesla. Rightfully un- understandable, okay. you know. Okay. You but can buy, you can buy a Lyric. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Al- Alan's got some words for you in the chat on the Lyric. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> The lyric is almost 200. Mike, did you know that the lyric is almost 200 inches long? I don't think it would fit in my Florida garage. Yeah, well, neither will a Cybertruck, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the lyric, man. I don't know, man. It is long. So, uh, it is long. I'll, I'll that's agree That's what that. she said. So, Mike, um, you, you said your daughter Your daughter has a, a, a bug. So, are you, are you going to convert her over to EV or is, I, I, or is she I've, not ready I've got, I've got four daughters. Oh, wow. So, one daughter... Her and her boyfriend have got a Tesla and and a Fiat. Okay, one daughter's is got a the Fiat bug. electric. Is a Fiat no, electric? No, it, it, it's ice. But she bought it some years ago, and there's emotional gotcha. attachment to it. I got it. So one daughter's got the bug, and that's emotional attachment because it was my dad's, and we inherited it when he passed. the The third daughter has got the little BMW i3, which is the EV we just got for her. And the youngest is 14 and doesn't drive yet, but she desperately wants to, and she wants another BMW. So, <laughs> so okay. it, it, the, the whole family's pretty much on EVs, except for a couple of emotional, you know, type cars. Does she still drive her Fiat? Or is it just like parked in a place with lights on it? And- by, by all accounts, she drives it occasionally. <laughs> she, so does like, she, she, she does like driving the Tesla. <laughs> she does. Okay. Okay. So, so, so they're all on board going the EV ride. They, they're, so they we, we be- have, we've got EVs for everybody. We've got a plug-in hybrid van for my wife. It's a Pacifica hybrid. Uh, although that will be leaving us once the Y comes in. Okay. How'd you like the, the Pacifica? Because at one point that was like a luxury thing when it first came so, out. So, so the interesting story about the Pacifica is. It is succeeding wildly despite Chrysler's best efforts. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a fabulous van. It's one of the few vans that's a full-size van that you can actually walk between the seats if you got the captain seats. Halls, small apartments. I mean, it's got a cavernous back, back area to it. Mm-hmm. Great power, short legs. It's only 30 miles for uh, all battery. Hmm. And it's got a gas motor. But if you're putzing around town doing all the pickup and whatnot for the kids for school and all that, 30 miles is great. It's its biggest downside is the J, so there's no fast charge option for it. Uh, but, gotcha. you know, it rides well. It's got all the creature comforts that most people want. It's got ventilated seats, got air conditioning, heating, heated seats, heated steering wheel, you know, everything you would expect out of a high-end Platinum because it's a Platinum van. Gotcha. Um, it, it, my wife calls it her magic carpet because it's just got okay. this- floaty soft feeling as you drive along <laughs> okay and, Fair and chrysler to their credit sell they sell everyone that they can make except they're idiots because they don't know how to fix them every time you go into the dealer with a problem <laughs> it's oh we got to call hq and get an engineer on the phone or a facetime i mean the dealer cannot support this <laughs> so what do you think gam <laughs> is going to do with the with the lyric Oh, hey, Mike, you know, uh, we'll uh, take care of that for you. That's but right. we got to call our guy in uh, Silicon Valley. Like I said, like I said, we're, we're probably 90% sure we'll go with the Y. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My man, my man. Okay, we, we're, our time is running low, but let's let's par- let's hit up on a comment a user made of our last podcast. And it was about the Model Y Fire. If some of you guys recall, guys and girls uh, yeah, recall, roast. That there, there was a Model Y that, that – Simply caught on it caught on fire, and uh, someone captured this video of it, and a lot of speculation. Of course, anything dealing with Tesla, you know, people are gonna be like, "Oh my God!" You know, right. CNN live, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 breaking news. It's just it's a ridiculous thing. But uh, there was a commenter. His name was Valkus. 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 And what he mentioned um, some things, which I think are some good points. He says the driver said the center screen froze, then blanked. The hazard lights were active in the video he took. The fire seems to be centered on the center of the dashboard where the computer is located. All that to me says the computer suffered some sort of failure and is a likely cause of the fire, in his opinion. That's a good thing. I think that maybe um, maybe he had something in the – because there, there's a very nice 12-volt plug up there that you can plug up all kinds of stuff to, and, and it's pretty robust. So – I'm thinking that maybe they had something plugged up in there, and maybe some wires. His, his coffee, his coffee cup heater to keep his Starbucks hot. You know, something like that. And then you know the the wiring maybe melted or something like that and caused this to happen. Yeah, yeah, cooking some eggs. Right. Yeah, but you know, but you know, I don't think I don't think the the battery pack had anything to do with it. Of course, I'm not an expert. I don't work for Tesla. It's just, it's just, uh, something I think, but it just, but I've, we've, we've seen, uh, remember the, if you guys remember, there was one a car that was in, uh, he was driving a regular car and he had the dash cam on. And then there was a model S that pla- passed him in the neighborhood. And the model S was going so fast. It jumped, it jumped, uh, the street. And then all the batteries just came out. It, it hit, it bottomed out. <laughs> And all the batteries came out, and it caught on fire and exploded. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I remember that, but but that but that is like you know a battery f- a failure. But this looks like something that was just inside maybe user error. Yeah, yeah. user you know? error. You know, so I mean, I I just think that 
any, anything dealing with Tesla, I'm sure you guys do anything that deals with Tesla. It just automatically people are just dogpiling. Oh yeah, the car is crap. Is this and that and the third? You know, look at the car exploding. But how many millions of cars of Tesla cars are on the streets today? You know what I'm saying? And people line up waiting to get a car. Like Mike, his Model Y, he might not get to what November, December, January, December, yeah. You know, and people that's not deterring people. So no matter how these people try to do these. Fear mongering about oh my gosh is it reliable fire whatever people still line and, up together. I, I'll tell you and and I I will say this I never ever ever expected to be one of these people who will wait six months to buy a damn car. That was never in the playbook. <laughs> you know, I I'm just not that kind of guy that you know I I don't go to Apple stores when they open at midnight to buy. Oh my, my gosh! Phone. Oh my I mean, gosh! It just isn't part <laughs> oh my of my gosh. DNA to be that early adopter that early um but for the yeah. why i'm making an exception I'll, I'll i'll hang tough for six months and we'll see what comes of it the i'm PlayStation, doing it for the plaid i wouldn't otherwise <laughs> the playstation the playstation 3 i got it uh, and, went, and went to go stand in line for that but then good, i, I good realized the line was no <laughs> it was around the corner i went back home and i got up at like 2 a.m i said you know what? i'm gonna be first and right. there was a line around the corner i said nah forget it so i went back <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, there, there's another comment that we talked about. Um, and at Axel William, the William Dannenberger, but a new Tesla have microphones in and outside of the cars that can sense yelling and other important traffic sounds. For example, in Europe, when you press the bottom on a traffic light to get the time to deserves transition. It starts beeping to let everyone know it's safe to yeah, walk well, over the road. We do that here too. In yeah, we Beach. have that in the states. I mean, buttons. that's not new. Yeah, right. But yeah, so but he's trying to say that there's microphones I, I'm in not aware the car. of a microphone on the outside. I don't know. It's no, we got it's, the I mean, they could, but like there's certainly up to this point, we have no evidence of them using any external right. microphone for right. the modeling or any right. kind of control of the car. Right. That's yeah. that's not being used. But I'm not even. I haven't seen again in the teardowns that I've watched or the, the the diagrams I've seen. I haven't seen an external microphone. Doesn't mean they aren't doing them. Again, don't work for Tesla. Yep. Didn't yeah. design the car. Didn't build the car. Right. But um, they they definitely <laughs> oh, have one on. on the inside. And one could sure. argue the inside one could be used to sense like e emergency vehicles or other types of things because they're supposed to be pretty. Piercing sound wise, but it's not going to be reliable because of music and other stuff. So yeah, you anyway. ain't been in my car with playing music with bass in it bro let me tell you so yeah so that mic, that mic ain't hearing jack i'm gonna tell you right now that mic ain't hearing nothing but me and that booming i'm gonna tell you man look the model the model three performance that the, the the system is this cat's pajamas man it is amazing i'm just keeping it real man i can it, it there's no distortion it's clean you know it's really it's a really nice factory um system you know I look forward to riding with you next time I'm in LA. I want Bruh. I want the Mark experience. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Man. Uh, there's another another comment about uh from Roddles. 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 Rodless. Roddles. Roddles. And and this this, this kind of grind at Lewis's gears a little bit. He says on safety scores <laughs> and FSD beta, things are starting to point progress in versions 11 and 10.11 10.12 to a very wide fsd release before the end of this year so maybe they do a few beta expansions in the next few months but if you don't want to try to game the safety score system to get fsd don't simply don't bother you'll still probably get fsd before the year's out no promises though we're on elon time 
<laughs> right. Until then, he says, until then, enjoy your Tesla. So, yeah. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I tried to, the only reason I got it the first time is because I gained the system. I waited until, you know, because they were doing them pretty frequently. And so I said, okay, I was, I, I had to, my call times were 4 a.m. in the morning. So no one was out in the street. So I could totally do it with no problems. And I got it that Friday, which was amazing. But now, there's no way that I could try to do that. And then for weeks and months that people are doing. But what he mentioned here, man, is perfect. Just enjoy the car because, you know, it's funny how pe- people get, they, they complain about the beta, but then they still want to get on it. And then they get in it. And then once they get it, oh, well, it's screw it's, It messes up. It's this. It does that. It's beta. So it's, it's going to be, Dude. it's going to have yeah. problems. Well, so many people post that. Like, you're not, like, that's not a, uh, a small point to what Mark just said. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of posts on various social media and other things of people going, I did this thing, I gained my score, it's trash, it's terrible, whatever. If you don't want to like actually test the software, if you if if you think it's going to be your car just does everything and you can go to sleep, you are barking up the wrong tree. Please don't game your score. You're going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's anyway, I, I agree with you. If I am interested in actually playing with it and testing it, I'm looking forward to, well, I'm not looking forward to gaming my score, but I am looking forward to receiving the FST beta, which will probably require me to game my score. However, yeah. I'm not going to use it constantly and I will be monitoring it. So, yeah. Mike is like, yeah, well, you know. I'm, no, I'm I, I mean, but I'm, to, to I'm, Mike's I'm point, like, Mike doesn't want to do that. <laughs> so, so that's I agree. Like, if you don't, if you don't want to do that, don't well, well, try see, to get so, yourself so I'm, into the I'm in a, I'm in a quandary, Lewis. I, I signed up for FSD. You know, I subscribed to it. I tried to get the beta, and they said no. Something about you know, an 85 or a 90 score isn't good enough. And my yeah. experience with what they're selling me is is crap. Agreed. Has no it, business like, being on the road. It's not worth it with the subscription, in my mind, and, because and yet, you're and paying yet, now. For everyone's the thing talking that isn't about this beta that's God's gift to driving that right. I can't get. You know, so. Agreed. Like <laughs> the subscription makes sense once it's reaching a certain level of maturity and it goes widespread. Right then, yeah. the subscription makes sense. Right well, now, the subscription doesn't make sense because you're paying to not get well, the feature. All it's, all it's done is turn me on off a to subscription. the whole thing. Whereas like I'm like if you buy it outright up front, it's still arguably not worth it to most people. I but think like, it is. But my I, point I is that I'm not paying more money month to month to not get the feature, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get the feature once it's available and it doesn't cost me additional money. But yeah, anyway, no, I I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, well, uh Elon, <laughs> Elon you know, look, my, my thing is people complain about it and then they there's waiting in line to get it, then they get it and then you Complain about it. It's beta. You're, 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 it, they're expecting you to test it to send them data about like whatever alpha, you thought it worked. We'll yeah, <laughs> what, whatever to call it. It's, it's not yeah. ready for well, prime time. You know, you can't. I'm, just, I'm happy to send them data, Mark. What I don't can, can I send them the repair bill when it screws up? <laughs> well, uh, Mike, you're supposed to. <laughs> That's you're realistic. Supposed to be, you're supposed to be, you know, two Hands and ten or three and nine. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, you're supposed to be able to engage it when at a moment's notice. You're not supposed to be relaxed. Uh huh. So and, and if, how if, that work if, for if, you now? If your if your car gets <laughs> if, if your car gets to a wreck, Mike, it's your fault. Okay, we told we told you it's a beta and it's meant to be treated as such. That's right. Mark, Mark tell beta. us more no about business, how you used to use no it. How you were always alert with your hands. 
Hey man, look, I'm I'm a I'm a like I'm always diligent in you know looking uh-huh. right ahead and you know, uh-huh. you know what I, I'm saying? I feel you. So I, so so you know, so so um, Elon ruffled some feathers, and this is another um, some other one of our comments we got from users. Elon ruffled feathers talking about working from home, and um, uh, he said some thoughts about him working remotely. Uh, some factory workers might resent those lazy people who sit around at home and don't know what's really That's going me. on. Lazy person. Others will resent those lazy <laughs> office workers who sit around <laughs> drinking coffee and BSing and don't know what's yeah. really going on. Yep. Still, others will resent the pompous <laughs> management. I mean, Micah's management, uh, who sit in meetings and taking long lunches with glasses of wine. Ba- basing important decisions on what the factory workers think about is not the best excuse. Scotch, not wine. Scotch works. Scotch Scotch works. Scotch works. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. So, so, I'm a snob. Um, Scotch works. <laughs> so I know, Lewis, you guys work from home. Like I, I work in the film and television industry. We can't work from home. So I have to go in. And during the pandemic, I worked every day, even worked more. Because also I'm also a part 107, so I fly drones uh, commercially. So I do drone work, but so I, I worked more uh, during the pandemic. Um, but I'm not sure if, if I w- would want to work home because I because what I do, I enjoy it and it's engaging. And I'm 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 a cinematographer, I'm a camera operator, so it's my job to capture things. So I have fun doing it. But there's people, you know, like Lewis, that there's that the software programming and, and things like that. Where you know what? Maybe if I am at home. In, in my comfortable chair, propped up, you know, m- my mind can focus on something better and maybe I can make a better product versus being in a noisy fate place. You know, Francis coming in. Hey, Lewis, did you see the Game of Thrones last night? No, bro. I was with yeah, my woman. Go away. You know, I'm busy. Throwing, you, you know, throwing you <laughs> off. So maybe they're, you know, so me, I, I think it's cool if, if people work at home as long as they, but, but you got to, uh, you know, own up to it. You got to, you got to police yourself. Say, like, all right, I'm working from home. I got to make sure that I'm going to be productive here and show something. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a sure balancing act, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, first, so yeah, those, I, it was Marty three SR, right. That made that comment. Um, I mostly agree with this post. I felt like he kind of covered both sides of it pretty well. Um, you know, there's again, like, you know, Mark, what you just said, right. There, there's some kind of, there's types of work you have to go in in person or you got to be there. There's types of work where you work from home or where you can be more effective working from home. Depends on what you do. Is it fair if you're somebody that wants to work from home, right? It's not fair if you have a job where you can't. I mean, unfortunately, life's not fair in a lot of cases. That's just one of them. Right, Um, right. But, you know, I I definitely, like, personally, I miss working in the office sometimes. I don't miss commuting. um, But, like, I've had jobs in the past where I traveled a lot for my job, right? I lived in many countries for work. And I loved that pandemic shut all that down, right? I'm not traveling for work anymore. Um, I also miss collaborating in person, right? There's there's oh. enjoyment in that. I you know I miss having a whiteboard and sitting around with a team of engineers and doing some of that collaboration. Or you know it could be easier, you know, um, when you're doing you know like mathematics or advanced algorithms. Again, a group of people around a whiteboard discussing and debating. Can you do those things virtually? Sure. Is it as good virtual? No. Yeah, yeah. Of, the, no tools really work as well as being in person. Um, but I mean, to be honest, I definitely, depending on the type of work I'm doing, I am, can be way more productive at home than I can be in the office. So it just depends on what you're doing. I think hybrid is the correct approach. I think a lot of companies need to just support hybrid. 
the fact that Elon seems to not want to, I disagree mm-hmm. with. I think that's a mistake. You know, as we mm-hmm. said, we covered this in the last podcast. But for Marty's comment, I mostly think I, I agree with him. I, I think a lot of it is perception. It's not really the reality of what people are doing. It's people assume like, oh, those guys at home, they're not working. Or, oh, those guys in the office, they're not working or whatever. Um, and at the end of the day, right, if you have teammates or you have coworkers that have a job to do, right? Like, so, for example, in his comment, he mentions like, you know, the guys in the floor of the factory. If if I'm if I'm having like if I'm working for Tesla, but I'm doing the software for the equipment that runs in the factory for the manufacturing, there is value in me being there. There is value in right. seeing how they work with the equipment and right. understanding that job. Do you need to do that? You know, every day for every week for every month that you're working, no. But to be fully remote, you know, is not what I would recommend. But I mean, mm-hmm. do you always have to be in person? Absolutely not. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is what it is. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, Marty. I think those are good points. Yeah. Uh, my boy, <laughs> my boy Yolo has a question about uh, FSD. He says, "Would you pay more to receive FSD beta right away without requiring a safety score?" Yes, I would one hundred percent. I would. Yes, I, I would want yes. to try it. Yes, because it was great. It was fantastic, man. When the the new stack compared to the old one, it is. But ah, but I but I ooh. want it as a subscription because if it fails miserably, like what I tried last time, I just delete it, it and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. It's I would absolutely in a heartbeat uh, do that. It's got to do a chargeback on your card, Mike. You scared. But buy it outright on your card and then be use it for a few days and be like, screw this, charge it back, <laughs> take it off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get. So here, here's the thing. Let me ask you, this, Mike. Uh, riddle me this, Batman. So, um, has anyone in your your daughters have they used when when you had uh, autopilot FSD? Mm-hmm. Did they use it? Did they use it? They're not allowed to drive to Tesla. Oh, well, there you go. All right. <laughs> and, and, well, it's a very practical reason why. My insurance is X because my wife and I are in the policy. I've actually got the Tesla on its own insurance policy, separate oh, from everybody else, because that, that cut my rates by half. As okay. soon as I put one of my teenage daughters on the policy, it you. gets outrageously I expensive. You. I totally understand that. So yeah, that's why I don't have children. So I respect that. <laughs> I respect you, that. You know, it's funny on that point though. Um, about I don't know, ten years ago, or whatever, late late twenties, early thirties, I actually added my father to my car insurance because I yeah. was and, paying and how, for how his big of a car hit and everything. It cut my rate, and I because was because he's a safe driver. But, wow. but I was shocked because I'm like, yeah, but he's he was in his seventies. I was matter. just like, he's a mature, what safe driver. The heck? Yeah. Anyway, I was I was blown away. It actually was cheaper to add him to my policy. Yeah. Well, I, t- I tell you, with a, with a teenager, it's the other way by oh, a large yeah. factor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I was driving. Look, I, I I used to have a Yugo. My first car was a Yugo GV. I think I told you that. And I used to ride down the main strip. I had the hatch back up, and I had a black and white TV in the back. So the <laughs> TV would face out to the people behind me so people could watch TV in a car. This was in what? This was 80, 89 I did. You're, you're a bad influence. Man, I did. <laughs> so, so I totally get the whole, the whole, the, the whole thing. Although, I got to say, Mark, I have followed SUVs before where they've got the kids' DVD deck going. Right. And you can see the screen as you're following right. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. We got a comment. The one he says, I do need a TMC podcast app next to my Netflix and my Model 3 screen. All right, Doug and Danny, those are they're the producers of the show. <laughs> Y'all yeah. need to get on that. So there's no question. You already uh, got people requesting it. Well, he also asked for working from his Tesla. He wanted to work remote from his Tesla. And, that, and I, was, yeah. I was going to comment that I've actually tried to get teams to run on my Tesla. Not successfully yet. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out a way. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, right, my, Microsoft. All right, gentlemen, we have to, we have to pause it for here for today. Episode 13 was a success. As always, Lewis and Mike, y'all are the cat's pajamas. I'm telling you, I can't think of anyone else that I want to be with on a Sunday than you two mugs. I'm going to tell you that right now. Even your cutie and the Lexus, whatever it was. Hey man, look, that's <laughs> later. That's later. All right. So anyway, um, People out there in TV land and radio land, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We always want to hear what you have to say. So in the comments, please tell us things you want to you want us to talk about, things you had a comment on about today's episodes or even in past episodes. You can also go to the the podcast section at teslamotorsclub.com. If you would like to support the site, please consider becoming a supporting member of the TMC website. And you can also follow the TMC team on social media. The links are here. Doug, Danny, Adam, James, Joshua, these cats behind the scenes, they do a great job. They put all these things up for us so that we can look smooth and cool, but it's really, we're riding on their shoulders. So we thank them for helping us out here as well. So that will end another episode of the Testimonies Club Forum podcast. This is number 13. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, Mike, Lewis, everyone else, sayonara. Be safe. Later.